When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, IDP Army. Everything about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast, too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for, IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. What is up, IDP Army? What is up, underdogs? It is your man, Jordan Reigns. I am sitting opposite the living legend, Dave Kluge, and we are the underdogs. Dave, how you doing, my guy? Doing great, man. Excited. This show's fun. Like, just coming on here and basically doing what I'm doing when I'm not on a show anyway, which is (laughs) underdog drafts. I mean, let's get after it. Yes, sir. That's what I do. Basically, what I'm planning on doing after we do this draft here is going upstairs, putting on Netflix and doing some more underdog drafts. So (laughs) listen, y'all go down in the description of this video. Click on the link. You guys can go do some drafts on underdog too. get on the platform. It is dope for daily. It is dope for uh, season long best ball. They have some tournaments coming up. A lot of really good stuff. They'll give you 10 bucks right now, I think, is the 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 bonus if you sign up. Um, and it's like, I mean, it's, it's easy to win some money on underdog. It's a good platform. So, uh, we're going to hit you guys with this intro music. We're going to talk a little bit about the news and notes of the day, and then we're going to jump into this draft. So let's rock and roll. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. back again if you are watching on youtube we appreciate that if you are listening on the brand new on the underdogs uh, podcast feed which this will get posted on probably gonna cross post it on the idp army one as well just to let the listener there know we are starting a new feed uh, we appreciate it give us a five-star rating a review thumbs up leave us a little comment about whose team you think is going to win after the end of this uh this little competition i did win last week only you know, me. didn't you bury the win you beat me down I only think I beat you by like 14 points or something. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. Once I saw Tyreek Hill going ham, I just stopped even checking the score at that point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you did. You did uh, block me from getting the stack though with Patrick Mahomes. Kelsey didn't do nothing for me this week. I don't think nobody said anything about how Kelsey basically laid an egg this week. 
But you really can't say anything negative about Travis Kelsey because he's a beast. He is. And that that's a problem that we've noticed so far within the first, you know, we, we know he's a great blocker, but he has been blocking so much that it's really starting to cap his fantasy value. So, I mean, kind of at the point now with Travis or with, with George Kittle, as good as he is, if he's not catching a touchdown, you can't really rely on him to get, you know, seven, eight, nine catches a game. He's just he's, he's staying in and blocking a lot. Yeah, I'm not really a big. I've never really big been on the well, been on the the Kittle train. I know it was really hot two summers ago or last summer to have him as your tight end one and had a Kelsey that was like super trendy. But I was like, man, Travis Kelsey, OP number one, don't mess around. And of course he was and is and still is continues to be. Uh, and that's for a good cause and good reason. No shade at George Kittle, but I mean, there's only one Travis Kelsey, just like there was only one Gronk for a long time. So. Um, we did have some good quarterback news today. Well, good for you, Bears fans. You guys get your man Justin Fields was announced as a starter. How you feeling about that? I mean, I I couldn't be happier. I've been waiting for this moment. You know, I I think that had Andy Dalton not been hurt, he'd probably still be the starter at this point. You know, I kind of pegged it in the offseason as week four, that game against the Lions would have been a really nice matchup for him to get his feet wet and just, you know, get some NFL action playing against the Lions at home. And he did exactly what you want to see him do against the Lions at home. And he just looked great yesterday. He was spreading the ball all over the field, getting Darnell Mooney going the one thing we haven't really seen yet through, you know, it's been about two and a half games now that he's played. We haven't seen a lot of his legs. We've seen him scramble for a couple first downs where he's shown that athleticism. But I would really like to see them draw up some design runs for him. You see him run the option a lot, too, but he hasn't kept the ball in the option. You know, you see his head forward. You see him reading that linebacker. And every single time he just puts it in the running back's belly. So I'd like to see him develop a little bit of confidence and not be afraid to run with the ball. Yeah, it should be interesting. I mean, kind of a tough situation to walk into as a starter, just losing your starting running back, David Montgomery. Uh, I know we know Damian Williams is capable, and we, we that will be okay eventually, I think, but not ideal. You know, I mean, this is already a tumultuous situation in Chicago um, for a multitude of reasons we won't get into here. But um, if Justin Fields can overcome this and even show some semblance of competency, I think that we're definitely trending up, and this will be a good thing. So uh, other quarterback stuff we had today, you said right before we came on, Jimmy Garoppolo did not practice today with the calf injury. That seems to be a two, maybe three-week situation. But I feel like if Trey Lance comes in and is competent, we'll be dealing with the similar kind of coach speak where it's like he's our starter, blah, blah, blah. Kind of like Andy Dalton was a starter 24 hours ago. (laughs) But I think we are seeing the transition that we all saw and all talked about coming to fruition where – the out with the old in with the new um the schedule really opens up it should be pretty soft for trey lance and the 49ers going forward what are your thoughts on that situation well i think that this matchup is going to be a ton of fun this weekend playing you know in a conference game against the cardinals uh the cardinals don't have a great defense so we've got an opportunity here for him to have a huge show out or, or a huge showing in what could be a potential shootout and realistically i mean if he goes out and he hangs 40 points on the cardinals Do you think that there's any chance that they go back to Jimmy Garoppolo? Jimmy Garoppolo's won games, but he's won games by being a very conservative game manager with a pretty good defense over the last couple of years. But if Trey Lance can go out there and do similar to what Justin Fields did last week, I think that he's got the opportunity to run away with the starting job this week. I love that kind of confidence, but all I can hear is Matt Patricia, or not Matt Patricia, God damn Matt Patricia. No, Kyle Shanahan, basically the same guy anymore, in my opinion, taking the podium and saying, with if they go out and hang 400 or whatever and win, 
well, he did. He, we have a lot to work on. You know, we'll have to see. I mean, that's what Kyle Shanahan will say. I just uh, he'll, he'll just, say it. And Matt Nagy so said the up. same thing, too. But I mean, come on. Ball don't lie. If Trey Lance goes out there, and wins a game and beats down the Cardinals. I think that he's going to lock in the starting job. And I want I want to believe week, that. I he want to believe good. that. He he, really he, and I, I, I agree. He should, and he probably would, and he probably will. But the, it won't be so cut and dry out in, out in the world, I, I don't think. It will we'll probably be on pins and needles to the last second. It's a game-time yeah. decision. Who knows? Yeah. So, which, uh, which they haven't even – you know, we, we assume it's a two- to three-week injury for Garoppolo, but they haven't technically said that he's out yet this week. And th- that's why we're talking about this, because Kyle Shanahan is still saying, you know, he, there might be a chance to play this week. So that's what Kyle Shanahan does, man. He keeps it all close to the chest. You don't You don't know what's going on with that team. Yeah, I uh, was wondering, you know, I think I might put together a team this week for the the underdog, uh, the tournament they do, the weekly one, um, with Trey Lance um, and probably stacking with Debo. I mean, he does get the Cardinals. That sh- does probably have projected to be a high over-under. I don't know for sure, but I could see that being a, a lucrative game, uh, you know, a play that probably not a lot of people are going to play, you know, in the underdog. Uh, you know, you're probably going to get a lot of Patrick Mahomes, a lot of – Jalen Hurts, you know, you're going to get a lot of people playing those guys. But if you want to maybe diversify a little bit, build some stacks or a stack with Trey Lance this week, I think I'm going to do that. But um, what other news notes do we quickly want to cover? Oh, guys, gals on the channel, you know, obviously this is the IDP Army channel. First and foremost, this is the underdog show, which is on the playlist uh, on the channel. But I did do a show today or a short video today about Jalen Smith. He was released from the Cowboys. And I did a short video today on Chase Young who has played the most defensive uh, line snaps, edge snaps in the NFL, and only has 11 pressures, zero sacks, and is the 69th overall defensive line player in IDP right now. Should you be worried, go check out those videos. You will find out the answers there. Yeah, we just talked about this in my last show, but I think the biggest like consensus miss so far this year was thinking that the Washington football team was going to be good. You know, they stuck into the playoffs last year. They had this stellar defense. Everybody on that defense was stepping up. And it kind of reminds me of Jacksonville a few years ago, where Jacksonville went to the AFC championship game with this phenomenal defense. Then the next year, they just came out and stunk. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Um, I can't pinpoint it personally. Um, I know that the defense, they're still talented. They're still good. But they, I just, I don't know if Chase Young is really the difference maker that people think or we they thought we thought he would be. So yeah, we'll I have mean, to one see. of the one of the toughest things to to predict, and I'm sure you know this as an IDP guy, is turnovers. Turnovers are so fluky, and they had a very high turnover rate last year. So that's got to regress back to the mean, and that's kind of what's happening right now. And we've seen this happen with a lot of really elite defenses. The next year, they just don't get those bounces going their way, and they fall off a cliff. Yeah, still a young defense, too. A lot of, you know, rookie and second-year players on that team. You know, we have Jamin Davis now coming in because John Bostic went out. Um, he's an IDP waiver ad for you. Chase Young, second year. Montez Sweat, third year. Cameron Curl, second year. So, you know, as far as a veteran presence on that team, your your guy for a long time in Washington was Ryan Kerrigan, who's now on the Eagles. So, um, it's, you know, there's we're seeing growing change or growing pains that are, you know, every team has every year. So, um, I think that's pretty much everything news and notes wise. You guys, Dave and I will keep you updated. Follow us both on Twitter, but we want to get to this underdog draft for you. Um, I think that draft board looks good. I, I don't know if I want to zoom me to hop in. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and get it rolling. So here's All how right. we do this guys, gals. It's Dave and I, we go head to head. 
in underdog. It's a two-man draft. It's a private little draft. Basically, it amounts to me taking Dave's money. Um, no big deal. We're still friends. It's all good. He, you know, it's consent. Uh, he, <laughs> but we do a head-to-head draft. Uh, so I, the, the roster gets to be made up of one quarterback, one tight end. Or, well, you can have up to two tight ends, but you really don't want to do that. Uh, you have to have one running back, and then you have two wide receivers, and you have a flex and a tight end. So the typical thing to do, I think a lot of people like to do in best ball is go as many wide receiver heavy. I, I am fine doubling up on running backs in a head-to-head like this just to get the extra touches against Dave. So I'm curious to see what he does. Looks like I get the 101 again, Dave. <laughs> Go for it, man. Let's see who you're, let's see who you're taking this week. Oh, you know who I'm taking. I'm taking the big dog. I'm already saying it. He is such right. – I mean, he's like Christian McCaffrey at this point. Like, the touches he gets, what he does with them, and it's Jacksonville. Like, this is the team he, like, made – he built a legend on. The, the church of Derrick Henry was built against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, I'm just letting you know I'm taking Derrick Henry with the 101 here. Go for it. And I, oh man, I'm I'm gonna go with something here that is probably going to raise a lot of eyebrows, and I'll wait for you to make your pick. There you go with Derrick Henry. Um, I am expecting this game in Kansas City to be an absolute shootout, and we haven't seen Stephon Diggs getting the touchdowns yet. We're seeing him with the targets. We're seeing him, you know, get out there and get the opportunity, but it hasn't translated to fantasy points yet. I think that changes this week. We've seen Josh Allen ball out for back-to-back weeks now. We know Stephon Diggs is his guy. So my first two picks. I'm locking that in right there. I think they're going to be throwing a lot on the road. So give me Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen to start this team off. Nice, nice. I love it. Locking up your stack early, getting the top projected quarterback of the week, Josh Allen against Kansas City, getting Diggs, who does have a big game coming his way. An overall wide receiver one week is on the books for him coming soon. Wouldn't shock me if it's this week. I'm going to take... Kyler Murray here. I'm going to double up on the rushing numbers this week. Kyler has been really good. Uh, I guess San Francisco, I think that the pressure that he does get coming from the edge, Nick Bosa and all that, is uh, probably going to maybe force him to run. uh, uh, You know, Not that he needs to be forced to run, but that could be a heavy run game for him. And I'm thinking Tyreek Hill, but I know that the corners are really good for Buffalo. So I think I'm going to go ahead and pair Derrick Henry up with Alvin Kamara, I know his role appeared to be different and some people are spooked off of him, but if he goes back to what he's, you know, only been his entire career, um, there's a good chance I have the number one and number two overall running backs on my team right now. So, yeah, you know, Alvin Kamara, his his role certainly does look like it's changed a little bit, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm a little shocked that he went with Kamara over Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook, you know, he said he's not 100% this week. He's dealing with, uh, you know, some nagging injuries, but at home versus Detroit, if he's healthy, you know, Dalvin Cook could be up there with Derrick Henry as the overall RB1 this week, so I'm going Dalvin Cook. And then number two, this is just a chalky one for me with my, with my other pick here, but I already locked in Stephon Diggs. My two top wide receivers this week are Stephon Diggs and Devontae Adams. So if Devontae Adams is going to fall to me with my fourth pick, I am more than happy to take him right there. Nice, nice. And, you know, now that I'm looking at it, I think I probably would have actually preferred Saquon as my second running back to Kamara, um, but can't live in the past. So let's take a look at who we have here at wide receiver available. We still have Tyreek Hill. Do I want to play the upside? No. I'm going to take DJ Moore, who has been lights out this season. Getting the targets. This is a half PPR format, and I'm going to go ahead and take a look at who's sitting around at tight end. Have we have we let Travis Kelsey go multiple rounds? We have. I'm locking up Travis Kelsey. Let's go. Yeah, man, I was hoping that you were going to miss that one somehow. I didn't even realize till after I made my pick. I just assumed that he was gone early. 
you know, bad, bad misstep by both of us. I already locked in um, Devontae Adams. And this might be one of those situations where I'm kind of handicapping myself just a little bit. But I think the Green Bay is just going to beat down Cincinnati. I don't know if it's going to be Devontae Adams or Aaron Jones. It's going to have the monster game, but I am sure that one of them will. So I've already got Devontae Adams Add Aaron Jones to that mix. And now I need to go for a tight end. Um, you know, Darren Waller. Obviously an absolute stud, but I think that he is going to struggle against these uh, Chicago linebackers a little bit. Um, We've already seen TJ Hawkinson balling out now, even though he has had a couple down weeks. I think that, you know, looking for the floor here, I've got all ceiling guys. So I expect TJ Hawkinson to see somewhere between seven and 10 targets. So I'm taking him over Darren Waller and George Kittle this week. Nice. I like the faith there in him. All right. Last pick of the draft for me. I need a wide receiver two here. Tyree kill still on the board and you know what? I can't let him. I'm even against Buffalo. Even I'm, not against Trey White. Stay. I'm not letting him stay there. I'm taking him. Oh Boom. man. So let's take a look at these teams here. Uh, pleasure drafting with you, Dave. Appreciate that. But I ended up with Kyler Murray, Derek Henry, Alvin Kamara, DJ Moore, Tyree kill, Travis Kelsey, and Dave's team, Josh Allen, Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, Stephon Diggs, Devontae Adams, and TJ Hawkinson. Head-to-head, five bucks a pop. Winner takes home $9. Let us know in the comments whose team you think is going to win. Personally, I'm partial to mine. I'm sure Dave's partial to his. But, uh, Dave, uh, any 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 thoughts here on this team? Anything you wish you would have done differently besides maybe the Travis Kelsey thing? Or how, how are you feeling about this team? You know, I really do like the Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs stack to start it off. And like I said, that might be a little bit of a reach, but I feel like when you're doing these, you know, head to head, just these two person ones, you know, go out and lock in that stack that you really want. I mean, last week um, I I sniped you on Patrick Mahomes and it didn't matter. You were still able to beat me, but, you know, that's probably something you wish you had locked in a little bit earlier. I think waiting on on, uh, tight end was a little bit of a misstep on my end. I I would have much rather taken um, uh, uh, Travis Kelsey over who who was it i took aaron jones and devon or i took aaron jones and you got aaron i'm jones. sorry dalvin cook and Devonte adams over yeah. travis kelsey in hindsight i'd probably would have you know preferred taking travis kelsey there but not the end of the world um so you know uh, a lot of faith in tj hawkinson but fingers crossed that he could have another big week yeah we talked a little bit before we came on you know tyree or not tyree travis kelsey did kind of have a quiet week last week and that could be part of the reason why we uh, both let him kind of slip. Because in these two-person drafts, you, you do see a lot of times Travis Kelsey will just be the first guy taken. Um, mm-hmm. So that didn't happen this week. You know, we're we're so um, biased, you know, week to week. We just we want, you know. So it's easy to forget, you know, sometimes a guy, if he doesn't go off, you just kind of leave him at the bottom of your roster. And Travis Kelsey, I hate to be it, but – He's kind of spoiled us over the last few years um, just with the level of consistency that he brings. So, like I said, y'all, check us out in the comments. Leave us a, who you think team is going to win. Click on the link for uh, Underdog. Go on there and play with us. You'll probably see us in a draft. I don't know how many times over the summer I saw Dave in an Underdog draft just randomly. Um, that's how. That's <laughs> kind of why this show just kind of happened because we both love Underdog. I mean, it literally is – like at first I was kind of like anti-underdog. I won't even lie to you. I was like, oh, that sounds kind of lame, whatever. But I, I put a little money on it and I love it. And I think you will too if you guys give it a shot. Um, Dave, how did you really, uh, your uh, best ball mania two teams do after this last week? Uh, not looking too hot, man. Uh, so my, my two, the two players that I have more exposure on than anybody in best ball mania two are Ryan Tannehill 
and Deontay Johnson. And I, I have a lot of faith in Deontay Johnson, but he's already missed one week and that hurt me a little bit. You know, me going typically with a running back heavy builds, losing my wide receiver one for a week was was pretty tough to get over. But really the biggest one for me so far has been Ryan Tannehill. I mean, that was that was a huge miss on my part this offseason. Hopefully he can figure it out a little bit in this new offense. Hopefully we can see Julio Jones and AJ Brown come back healthy. But uh, right now, man, Ryan Tannehill, I have him as as my quarterback in nine of my 10 best ball mania leagues oh, just absolutely no. sickening and and a couple he's qb2 in a couple of those but you know a lot of exposure on ryan danhill and when you're giving up a ninth tenth round pick to get him you're leaving a lot of value on the table when he whiffs the way that he has that's tough that's tough i uh i have a lot of exposure to and i'm very lucky to um my man um Oh my gosh, why am I blanking? Daniel Jones, yeah. who's been fire, mm-hmm. who has been hot fire, and he costs nothing in underdog all summer long. So I have a few uh, Darius Slayton. That was like my sneaky underdog stack all summer was Darius Slayton and Daniel Jones. Yeah. I mean, Unfortunately, things like a one, jump... Go ahead. My, my, my big one was Aaron Jones. Uh, when all of the you know scares were out there about Aaron Rodgers, Nobody wanted to draft Aaron Jones. So yep. I've got this tool where you can um, upload your uh, CV. Is it CSV? Whatever yeah. it is, the, the Excel file. You upload that in here and it gives you full, um, just a ton of data on, on your exposure. And my average draft pick that I used for Aaron Jones was 13.1. Now, by the time we got to the season, he was consistently going top four or five. But I was taking advantage in June, July, August, when everybody was really worried about Aaron Rodgers not coming back. And I was getting him consistently in the high to middle second round. And that's one that I think is really, really going to pay off as the season progresses. Yep. It's a long season. It's only week four. Um, anything's possible. Way. We know that for from fantasy football world, from football just in general. That's why we love this, you know. Um it, it's 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 early still. I have several own I have a couple of own four teams, I won't lie to you. And right now the mission, the mindset is we're going for no. That's the mindset <laughs> when I wake up in the morning. All right. And that's what I'm here for. I've dreamed about this all season, off season long. We're here. We're here to win. We're here to, you know, you play to the whistle guys and gals. Um, That's, you know, and that's, that's what we love to do. So check out underdog, check out Dave Kluge over at football guys, check out this channel, obviously, if you're here. Um, And if you're listening to this on the new podcast feed, do us a favor, leave us a five-star rating and leave a nice little review. We're going to try to grow this thing into something fun, something cool. Um, We are the underdogs. You are an underdog. We're all underdogs, but uh, somebody's got, somebody's got to get that bone and take it home. So any last words, Dave? Nah, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next week. All right, we'll get you out of here, y'all. See you next week. Let the rain hit the sand. Build a house on a rock, got a plan. Gotta get stocks, keep them bands. Hear the clock tick, lays on a fan. Used to be mundane on a Monday. Now you have fun day on a Sunday. Cause you're switching it up and you're living it up. You ain't getting it enough. What's up, guys? Hopefully you enjoyed this crossover event with the IDP Army and the underdogs. Do me a huge favor. Go down in the description of this podcast. Click 
the link that is there. That'll take you to the feed that the underdogs will be on going forward. We may do a couple more crossover events here, there, and everywhere, but we're trying to grow that one. So for now, do me a big favor. Go click on that. Get some more underdog fantasy content. And we appreciate you. We love you. And I will see you soon.